3 from verse 1 to 5. In case you are wondering why every time you prepare your heart to go to church, why all of a sudden you don't feel like going. In case you are wondering why that every man of God sent to you, you suddenly get angry at him or her and then stop following the person. Let me show you what, what, what really happens. Let me show you what Satan doesn't want you to know. The realm that Satan doesn't want you to come into to, to begin to live in that, in, in, in that dominion domain of freedom where you can freely serve God and then take care of your children or your household let me show you why they killed Jesus one of the reasons why they killed Jesus so if they did this to Jesus any man who attempts to do the same thing that Jesus did that eventually led to his crucifixion um, to death they would also do it to that man as well. Luke 23 from verse 1. The Bible says, Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nations. Can you imagine? That Jesus is the one perverting the nations. What, what, what foolish accusation. And then they, they said, and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, Jesus. The Jesus that said that, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. They are accusing him now that he refused to pay taxes to Caesar. Jesus did not only pay tax, he even taught it. You can see that when the enemy is after your life, he can use anything, including your own good, to fight you. I thought you say, God forbid. Reject it. Jesus who thought that people should give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar they are using his own message to fight him now then the Pilate asked him saying are you the king of the Jews he answered him and said it is as you say so Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowd I find no fault in this man but they were more fierce saying look at now he stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea beginning from Galilee to this place. See what their concern was? This Jesus stirs up people by teaching them something. And he does this teaching throughout all Judea, Galilee and this place. We don't like the people stirred. This Jesus shakes the, the mindset of poverty that we have programmed in their life. This Jesus teaches them something that takes away that mindset. This Jesus stirs up by teaching them how to be free, how to be established. This Jesus has to die because he stirs up the people by teaching them. Can you see why they were killing Jesus? Now you now understand when the book of Matthew in chapter 4 said that um, those who sat in darkness have seen a great light. So Satan wanted them to remain in that darkness. Sit like that. Mother sitting down. Father sitting down. Elder brother sitting down. Younger brother sitting down. Everybody in darkness. And here comes Jesus. And say look. Let me not only cast out the devil. Let me also teach you the truth of the kingdom that will stir you. By the time I stir you, you will no longer want to remain the same. And when Jesus was doing that, people were rising. People were beginning, were beginning to, to, to contend with, with status quo. And they said, no, this Jesus stirs up the people, teaching them throughout Judea and Galilee. Any teaching church, Satan will fight it. Satan doesn't mind when people gather every day for deliverance. He doesn't mind because he knows that the moment you are delivered and you step out of that gate, he will enter again. Jesus told us that when a demon leaves a man, he still sustains the capacity to come back. So Satan doesn't mind if you 
go and pursue miracles, signs and wonders. Sometimes before the pastor would even pray, the, the demon will leave. You go back home and the demon is there waiting for you. But there's something you can know. Through knowledge, the righteous shall be delivered. Satan will fight the teaching ministry. Satan will fight you so that you don't go to a place where you'll be taught. Let me tell you what revival is. Let me tell you what revival is. Revival is when citizens of this kingdom becomes financially, physically, spiritually responsible for their lives and for their territory. It is not only when we pray and do that has its place, but that is not revival. Revival is when your love works hot and strong towards your brother. That's revival. Revival is when you are socially, physically, financially, spiritually responsible for your life and for the life of those around you. That is true revival. And Jesus says you can only attend this when you are taught. That you must know something. So when they saw that people were beginning to rise, rise above status quo, taking responsibility socially, physically, financially for their lives, he said, No, this Jesus has to die. He's testing people. You now know why Satan is sponsoring that hate for your man of God in your heart. It's not about the man of God, it is because of what you are becoming. That's why they are beginning to turn your eyes to see the offense. Why does he talk like that? He's too arrogant. Why does he walk like that? If you don't, forget those nonsense. You saw it. This Jesus stares the people by teaching them. They didn't have anything against him because he raised the dead. They didn't have anything against him because he opened blind eyes. They didn't even have anything against him when he fed 5,000. They have something against him when he began to stir the people by the wisdom and knowledge he transfers to them. If you're with me, say amen. And they call it his perverting the nations. Can you imagine? That Jesus is now the one perverting the nations. Jeremiah 3 verse 15. Jesus was fulfilling a mandate there must be something that God's people must know for them to live the kind of life God wants them to live. So Jesus was fulfilling that mandate and on account of that he was killed. God speaking, he says, I will give you shepherds or pastors according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then it shall come to pass when he has fed you with knowledge and understanding then it shall come to pass when you have multiplied and then increased you see now knowledge and understanding can make you multiply you can multiply yourself multiply your finance multiply your life reproduce your kind you can truly increase when you have knowledge and understanding this is what Jesus was doing he was teaching them how to become this kind of people and then he was killed so every time you gather here, this is what we attempt to attain in the realm of the Spirit. Let there be that stirring in your spirit. That stirring. So that you can become better, become more. Seated here are kings, captains of industry, leaders, governors of your states, prime ministers, spiritual leaders. I can assure you, you are here. And even in your loins, you will give birth to children that will carry the mantle of leadership in a way and manner we've never seen it. But Satan would try and fight you so that you don't hear something that will help you to raise those kind of children or even become one yourself. So every opportunity you have to follow a man of God who can teach you. They are called a teaching priest who can teach you. Take advantage of that and never let him go. Oh, I love my father. Oh, I love my father.
Let me start by saying the first pastor I submitted my heart to, Reverend Samadayemi. Oh my God, he taught me. I gave him my nine years, and I'm forever grateful for that. He taught me wisdom. He taught me the mysteries of the kingdom. He taught me leadership in in its simplest and purest form. See what we have become today because we submitted our mind to a man that God has helped and renewed and transformed, and then He transferred the same thing. Then my spiritual father, Apostle Joshua Salman, teaches the truth of the kingdom in a way and manner we've not seen it. And as you are hearing it, your spirit is bearing witness. Something is happening to you. You know that this is me this man is talking about. So just lay your hand on your head and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, help me, O oh God. Stir me up. Stir me up through your word and through your truth in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, stir me up. Make me a better man in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. prayed and then feel like God is not answering your prayer have you ever experienced that do you think God is a wicked God let me answer you he is not a wicked God God is good the Bible says unto him that answers prayer shall all flesh come so this God answers prayer so is it possible that when you pray and don't get your result there's something you're missing is it possible look up please is it possible that when you pray and don't get result there's something you are missing should we blame God that he's the reason why we're not getting results is it possible no let me start by reading for us Isaiah 65 from verse 24 I think Isaiah 65 please Pray in the Holy Ghost and ask the Lord to open your eyes so that you can see what I'm about to teach you. Father, please open my eyes. I'm tired of being, of being blind spiritually. I need to see something. It is your truth that delivers men. Help me to see something in the name of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 65 from verse 22 to 24. Let me read. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. So dying at 50 is not God's will. Dying at 30 is not God's will. It is this truth that will begin to that will push you to say in the name of Jesus Christ. If you have said that as the days of a tree, so shall the days of my people be. Then in the name of Jesus Christ, I live long. Say it, I live long. Let's continue. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. You see that? If you walk and you are not enjoying the work of your hand, you need to check your life. Why am I not enjoying the fruit of my labor? It is not God's will. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. Say amen. Don't go and give birth to each other that will kill you. They shall not bring forth children for trouble. Say after me, I will not bring forth children for trouble. Are you seeing the will of God? This is the God you serve, and this is his letter to you. This is his word to you. If you don't know this, you give birth to a child that is an arm robber and you, you think by arresting him is the solution. No. There must be something you should have done before he even comes here. I'm not going to give birth to a child that will cause trouble in my life. No way. I have struggled and then made and, and I have broken through and I give birth to a child that will take me back to my yesterday. You are joking. You are joking. In the name of the Lord, I will use the fire of God to ensure that you have sense. 
not give birth to children that will bring me trouble. Say hallelujah. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord and their offspring with them. It shall come to pass before they call, before they pray, I will what? Answer. And while they are still speaking or still praying, I will hear. This is how God deals with our prayer. This is how God deals with our prayer. If you don't believe me, then you are not a Christian. I just read the Bible. It shall come to pass before they call, before they pray, I will answer. So does God answer prayer or not? You who has been praying for, for, for 10 years, saying that God doesn't answer prayer, God is defending himself now. He said, before you even utter the word, I answer. So if he answers, where is, where, where is the answer to the prayer? What we are doing now is like bringing God to the witness box and saying, how did it happen? You said, you answer, where is it in my life? God is saying that before you call, I answer. While you are still speaking, he says, I hear. While you are still praying, I hear. Let me tell you something. People are answers to prayer. Human beings are answers to prayer. Then people carries the answer to your prayer. There are two different things. Please come across me. our ministry in Danny Hotel I will pray to God because I had a vision and in that vision Baba Iya Deboe appeared to me and he said to me pray that God should give you children for this is how we succeed in this kingdom I didn't understand but in later years I got the understanding that you need helpers this, those children there are not spiritual children or ballet. no, 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 no. People who would help you. Are you following me now? Pay attention. So when we used to be in Gariki, I was the one who would go to the church, set the place. My wife would come with me, design the place. Just, just the two of us. Sometimes we'll get an extra hand. And then we, we go maybe as early as 5 o'clock and then we'll return by 10 p.m. It was that tedious and I remember that Baba Iya Deboe told me in a vision pray that God should give you children because that's how we succeed in this kingdom so when I remembered I went on my knees and I began to pray I said father send me help I need help in the name of Jesus Christ this work is too much I began to pray guess what happened you would assume that all of a sudden you see 30 people coming to say, ah, we're volunteering to be your to be your worker. You're joking. Nothing like that happened. But someday I met this man and he dropped me in church. And then we talked for a brief moment. And then he left. Another time he dropped me in church again. And like that, like that, we began to talk. Then we became friends. And one day, he said to me, Pastor, don't worry about going to set up. I will go and be setting up for you every Saturday. Remember my prayer. He became the answer, literally, to that prayer. So right now, I focus on some other thing, and I am, and I am very sure that this man is taking care of everything that, that we need to take care of before Sunday. Did God answer my prayer? Did he come believing that he was the answer to my prayer? Did you even know I prayed that prayer? But God sent a man and we became friends. He benefited from me. I also did the same. Then he then said, let me 
not pastor this is how you should do it he became the answer he didn't carry the answer to me when a man carries the answer he comes to you and tell you do a b c like that slave girl in the house of Naaman. he she told Naaman, let my master go to samaria for there's a prophet there she carried the answer to Naaman, but this one became the answer so men are the answer to your prayer and they also carry the answer to your prayer it was not the difference So I, I would call him maybe at five o'clock. I said, How far? Have we set up? He said, Ah, done it, Pastor. That area of my life has been resolved. God answers prayer. But they come as human beings. So that guy you fought at the bus stop, that your landlord you've been fighting, that man you refuse to greet, that lady you don't like, could it be that these are the answers to the prayer you've been praying since 1994? it be? I know you think I am speaking philosophy because I know that there's an attack on pastors now that we only stand here and speak philosophy about the things of the kingdom. I will soon show you from scripture that what I have just said is true. I am not from Babylon. I am from the kingdom of Zion. God has ordained us and then blessed us with the truth of the kingdom to get his people into that place of relevance and of honor and of beauty through the knowledge of God. Do you also know that your destiny helpers don't come knowing that they are, they are your destiny helpers? Do you know? They don't know that they are your destiny helpers. They will come to you as ordinary men. You have to sustain the ability through spiritual intelligence to see beyond the frail of that man. To see beyond the externalities of that man and say, no, no, no. You, you are not here as my friend. Came to be a button bearer, you must systematically inform them about their own role in your life because they don't know. This is me now debunking every idea you've sustained, thinking that that rich man is a lesson helper. No, it doesn't always work like that. When you pray, God will send you a man. I should bring to pass that which you have prayed for but you have a role to, to, to discern that this is my prayer this is my prayer request oh. this is the answer to my prayer oh. oh no 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 you are not just my guest you are not just my friend no way no way I am not foolish you are the answer to my prayer I can see in the name of the spirit God bless you please God have your seat the Lord honor you and increase you in Jesus Christ's name your labor will not be in vain in the name of Jesus Christ I love you and I appreciate you please put your hands together for him please Point number one, receiving and having are two different things. Believe that you have received it, then you will have it. If you don't believe you have received it, you will not have it. So I gave an example in our online community when I was teaching this, this message. I told them, I said, if you order for your product at Amazon or from Amazon, and then you pay the money for that product, and they ship the product to you and send you a tracking code, my question is this, is your product still with Amazon or is on the way to you? Where? Who now owns that product? Who owns the product? Is it, is it in your hand yet? This is what receiving is like. So when you are praying to God for something, there would be a tracking code given to you that the thing you are, you are praying for is on its way to you. So you must believe that trans that that transit process so when you are praying for something 
all of a sudden there will be a well of joy in your heart there will be hope and assurance springing forth in your heart you do not know sometimes an energy will come upon you you begin to pray even harder you begin to make decrees when you are done praying don't forget that experience because those things were pointers that your prayer is on its way to manifestation say believe that you have received those excitement while you are praying that joy that hope that assurance that confidence is the token the tracking code you need to know that what you ask the lord for is on its way to you jesus said if you can believe that process then then assuredly you will have what you have prayed for so amazon will send you a tracking code to track that which you have requested or ordered and then in two or three days you have it in your hand that's how the world system operates or in, the, or in this kingdom sometimes you can wait for six months but that joy will not leave you you will say you keep saying i know whom i have believed and i am persuaded that he's able to keep that which i have committed into his hand you continue to believe and eventually that child you've been praying for you now have him or her crying in your arm that job you now have the letter because you refuse to let go of what you have believed believe me believe me this kingdom is not a sham we're, we're not jokers i am not a comedian you truly can become something when you are when you are properly taught when you pray believe that you have received what you prayed for and then you will have it so receiving is not the same as having but the moment you begin to perceive that is on his way, you begin to rejoice. Begin to rejoice. Begin to rejoice. Why are you happy? I know that my God has answered my prayer. How? Your, your, your house is still not... Um, you, you are not being paid for your house rent. You say, don't worry. Don't worry. The money to pay is on, is on its way. They will think you are stupid. They will think you are foolish. That they've started again. These pastors have lied to you. But no, our ways are... It's not the same as the ways of the world. When you pray so let's go and find out how God sends men as answers to our prayer so that when you leave me today when you step out of this church and you begin to go through every nation that God will take you to say amen yes so when you pray for a thing and then a man comes begin to begin to rejoice and I'll also teach you at a much later time how Satan also can send men to come and to, to, to come and masquerade as answers to your prayer you say no no i'm not a careless christian i know that i prayed and god sends men i'm also aware that satan sends men you are not the one live my life i don't want to give you a very funny example another time but let me show you something <laughs> say amen if you're, if you're happy to be in church yeah first samuel 15 verse 30 to 34 first samuel 15 verse 30 to 34 oh my god first Samuel 15 verse 30 to 34 so this is a story about King David King David's son called Absalom overthrew him and then sent his father on exile or his father ran out of the nation and went on exile and there's a man who, is, who has been angry with King David. That man also went and partnered with King David's son. So let's read. So David went up the ascent of the Mount of Olives and wept as he went up. Can you imagine the king crying? And he had his head covered and went barefoot. And all the people who were with him covered their heads and went up weeping as they went up. Then someone told David, saying, Ahithophel is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, I pray, turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness. Look up, please. The moment David heard that a man called Ahithophel has gone to conspire with his son against him, he prayed immediately. He said, O Lord, Turn the counsel of Ahithophel into what? Foolishness. Who did he pray to? Why did he pray to God? Because he believes that God can answer his prayer through a force. Now, 
at the point when he prayed did he know how God would answer no but did he pray now the reason why he said that the counsel of Ahitophel should be turned into foolishness is because Ahitophel has a reputation such that whatever he says come to pass if he advises you to do a b c and d if you if you follow through what he tells you you will get the result he is a man whose word does not fall to the ground in fact he is he is um prided to be a man whose word is like the word of god so the moment david heard that this man has gone to partner with his son to fight him he said lord the only thing we can do here now is to turn every counsel of this man into foolishness if god does not do that trust me david would have been killed and the purposes of god would, would be cut short i'm teaching you what happens when you pray god answers your prayer the reason why you think that god doesn't answer your prayer is because your spiritual eye has not been opened through teaching through knowledge through wisdom through understanding to see the answers to your prayer as i'm doing this now your eyes are being opened say amen, amen. when you leave me i can assure you suddenly somebody will say something somebody will come to you and your spirit man will bear witness that this is the prayer i prayed last week this 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 person in my life now this call this text message is an answer or in honor to the prayer i prayed last week god is mysterious but he has also created a system for us to understand him are we together so let's see what happened david prayed then now it happened when david had come to the top of the mountain where he worshipped god there was hushai the archite coming to meet him with his robe torn and dust on his head david said to him if you go with me then you will become a burden to me but if you return to the city and say to absalom i will be your servant O king as i was your father's servant previously so i will now also be your servant then you may defeat the counsel of ahitophel for me say amen do you understand what is happening please come david prayed to god that a man who doesn't like him has gone to conspire with his son to fight him and he said oh god turn the, the counsel of that man into foolishness so you would assume that god will move to action and begin to walk in his camp but you see in this kingdom everything that we need to get from god it is it is dependent on god and man when you have when yes god will do everything but you have a role to play so david prayed to god that please turn the counsel of Ahithophel into foolishness and then god sent him hushai the moment david saw hushai he said no 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 i know that i need men to be with me to to sympathize with me to you know to 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 to, to, to go on errands for me but for you Hushai, you cannot go with me you are the answer to my prayer go back into the city and go and contend with the council of ahitophel on my behalf can you see that now please come this is how god because the Bible says David went up the mountain to go and pray and it was Hushai who knew where that was and then he went up there some of us would be like ah thank God I now have a prayer partner no 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 you are misusing your answer to your prayer he didn't come to be your prayer partner he didn't come to be your sympathizer this is the answer to the prayer you pray to God so you must have the eyes that can see and say Hushai thank you for coming but no I don't need you here this is what you must do. Go back into the city and go and overturn the council of Ahithophel for me. I thought it was God that David prayed to, to turn the council. Why is it that it is David now doing it? Can you see it now? That I told you that your destiny helpers, when they come, they don't know that they are your destiny helpers. You will need to let them know and bring out the help you need. David is calling forth the help he needs from Hushai. He said, go into the city and go and help me turn the council of Ahithophel. Your destiny helpers don't know that they are your destiny helpers. They don't. They don't. You think I'm lying? God told Elijah, he said, go to Zarephath. I have commanded a widow there to feed you. When Elijah appeared, the woman was acting surprised. She didn't behave as though God had told him anything. 
it was Elijah who said go and make me a cake from that floor go and give me water he systematically called forth the help he needed from her your destiny helpers don't know they don't know they don't know so you've been meeting them every day they will take you out to watch football that's not much you watch that's not much you eat pepper soup you laugh you drink coke and then you go back home next week they are going at the corner to come and go with them have you not you you must say no no why is this man interested in me like this among all his friends why me if you continue to follow him like that then you will just be a colleague like that but the day you say no this is the answer to that prayer and say father how do i unlock my answers from this man then he will tell you send him a text appreciating him send him a text saying that i, I want to help you do abc and d the moment you make those kinds of offer he said no what do you do again he said i'm just doing one of he said no 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 come and be my assistant remember he's been calling to come and watch football with him he's been going out with you he said no come and be my assistant are we together so Ushai came and david said no you can't be here Go and pretend that you have um, the camp to the camp of um, Absalom. And then use that opportunity to, to dismantle every counsel that Ahitophel gives. A man prayed and a man is walking out his prayer point out again. Some of us pray and then we keep quiet and fold our hands. Please no, go and lose your hands. You have a role to play in ensuring that your prayer point comes to pass. If you are getting blessed, say amen. Hmm, my God. When you pray, believe that you have received them, you will have it. Oh God, turn the counsel of Ahitophel into foolishness. And there came a man standing. He didn't come carrying the answer. He came as the answer. Masus piala hadros kemendiana hadros kibia and naharos kepetelenos gizi aila moskazata kebenekatea. Second Samuel. I'm assuming that the first scripture I gave was first Samuel. I'm sorry if I gave first Samuel. It's actually second Samuel 15, verse 30. I mean, verse 32 34. Second Samuel 16 now. Verse 20 to the 23. I read. Then Absalom said to Ahitophel. Absalom is now seeking the counsel of Ahitophel now. He said, Give advice as to what we should do. Give advice as to what we should do. And Ahitophel said to Absalom, Go into your father's concubine, whom he has left to keep the house, and all Israel will hear that you are abhorred by your father. Then the hands of all who are with you will be strong. So they pitched a tent for Absalom on the top of the house, and Absalom went into his father's concubine in the sight of all Israel. Now, the advice of Ahitophel, which he gave in those days, was as if one had inquired at the oracle of God. So was all the advice of Ahitophel, both with David and with Absalom. If he tells you to do something, if you do it, you will get the result he tells you that you will get from the result. I mean, from the advice, rather. His counsel was as if God, somebody had um, um, sought God for counsel. Now, see how God is about to manipulate things now. Ah, if you don't have men, please go. The Bible says he who wants friend should himself be friendly. If you don't have men who can stand at the gate for you and speak for you, you are in trouble. Oh. Because you see, God will bring your prayer request to pass by sending you men. If you say, no, I don't have friends, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a low ranger, you please don't be a low ranger. Don't be a low ranger. Moreover, this is um, 2 Samuel 17, verse 1 to 14 now. Moreover, Ahitophel said to Absalom, now let me choose 12,000 men. See, let me choose 12,000 men and I will arise and pursue David tonight. I will come upon him while he's weary and weak and make him afraid and all the people who are with him will flee and I will strike only the king then I will bring back all the people to you when all return except the man whom you seek all the people
will be at peace and the saying pleased Absalom and all the elders of Israel Ahitophel has given his counsel now Ahitophel has given his counsel and trust me this counsel if Absalom takes it and runs with it he will get the result verbatim see what God did see what God did although Absalom was pleased with the counsel the elders were pleased with the counsel there came the, the mighty one he came and then began to overturn and then all of a sudden although Absalom was pleased with the Hitophel's counsel he said call for Hushai let Hushai come and also give his counsel hold this for me Ahitophel has a reputation that this one, whatever he says, come to pass. In fact, Absalom had, had accepted him into his quarters and yet, Absalom is overlooking track record. Absalom is overlooking the track record of Ahitophel. Absalom is overlooking the qualification of Ahitophel and then he is going to seek the counsel of a man who came to volunteer. Although on errand for God. So let me be in your camp. We don't know who is I as a counselor. We don't know who share as an advisor. But if you provide God a man, God can do something with that man. And then we see Absalom saying that, let Hushai, let's read. Then Absalom said, now call Hushai, meaning that Hushai was not even there when this matter was being discussed. Can you see the, all, the, the almightiness of God? He said, now call Hushai, the Archite also and let us hear what he says too and when Hushai came to Absalom Absalom spoke to him saying Ahitophel has spoken in this manner shall we do as he say if not speak up meaning if he kept quiet that was an endorsement that they should go ahead and do what he said if not speak up so whatever he says will counter everything that Ahitophel has said may you not have men who when it is needed for them to speak for you that, that then they will be quiet in Jesus name are you getting blessed? This is when you pray. This is how God answers your prayer. Oh my God. So, Hushai said to Absalom, The advice that Ahitophel has given is not good at this time. He didn't say that the advice in, ent in entirety is not good. He said, so that it will, it will not look like he is, he is fighting with Aitofel. He said, no, this advice is not good at this time. We can try it another time, oh, but, this, but at this time now, this one will not work with this time. And that was how, let's, let's finish it. For time's sake, I will just go down to read the last part. So Absalom and all the men of Israel said, the advice of Hushai the Archite is better than the advice of, of Ahitophel. For the Lord had proposed to defeat the good advice of Ahitophel to the intent that the Lord might bring disaster on Absalom. At the end of the day, David was not pursued. They didn't fight him. When that meeting was over, Ahitophel went home and committed suicide. Because you see, until that day, no one had ever or has ever gone against his counsel because his counsel in those days was yea and amen you see how God did it he sent a man who was the answer to David's prayer when you pray believe that you have received it and then you will have it when, when Hushai came to meet David on the mountain that was the moment when he received but does he have his answer yet his, his goal is to ensure that the counsel of Ahitophel is turned to foolishness. Yes, there was Hushai in the vicinity. The tracking code to what you have requested, but you don't have the answer yet. Say, no, Hushai, go to the city and go and help me turn the counsel of Ahitophel to north. David prayed to God. You, God, turn it. And then God gave him the wisdom the understanding of how to bring to pass the thing he is requesting that he God do for him when you pray so do you know your answer when they come do you know your answer when they come
Remember, we started from Isaiah 65, verse 22 to 24. And it says that it shall come to pass that when they call, I will. No, no, before they call, I will answer. And while they are still speaking, I will hear. So, until that day, Hushai has been loitering around David as his friend. But no, he wasn't sent to you to be, to be your friend alone. He was sent to you to be your destiny helper. And that was the day that David caught that rumor and he said, No, Hushai, you are the answer to my prayer. Go back to the city. This is how God answers prayer. He sends you men carrying your answer, or he sends you men that are the answer to your prayer. So stop fighting everybody. They will not always come looking like angels. I think there's a proverb that says that even a bad child has a day of his, of his usefulness. God sends men in honor of your prayer. If you're waiting to see a feather falling down, if you're waiting to see an angel, waiting to see a vision, it may not always happen like that. in those days when I was broke and, and, and of course you know God was helping us then <laughs> and then I would, I would fast and pray not knowing where I was going to get food to eat then the moment I step out of my house I'll see a man my friend then my neighbor he said ah David how are you doing I said I'm fine I said I'm going for lunch let's go I said ah this is the answer to my prayer he carried the answer to my prayer he would take me and then buy food for himself and myself have I eaten that day <laughs> did God answer my prayer when you pray please remember that God will send men as answers to your prayer and also send men carrying the answers to your prayer how you know they are carrying the answers to your prayer is that they will come and tell you do this, do that and let's see what happens they are with the answers to your prayer they are not necessarily the answer to your prayer prayer that this message will produce results in your life even as you go out there some of you, your mother was the answer to your prayer you didn't know because God sometimes declares the end from the beginning he will start from the end and then brings it to your own beginning your father is the answer to your prayer request some of us, our brother and our sister because we, the same womb bettered us, we assume that we are all siblings. No, we are not all siblings. Do you not know that although Joseph was um, the siblings of Judah, Simeon, God, Asher, and all of those things, yet he was their savior? Some of us, the, our father's prayer request, our mother's prayer request, our collective family prayer request is hidden. In one person, and that's the one you send on errand. When you want water, you send him. When you want um, ice cream, you send him. The only thing you see him that uh, uh, useful for is errand. And God is saying, My God, you've not seen. Remember, they were also sending David up and down. Go and give this, go and do this until the day they saw in him that no, this one is our savior. So you can literally be carrying as a woman, you can be pregnant, and the baby you are carrying is your own savior. Do you not know that it is even possible that where you walk now, that girl that sells granuts, God, God deliberately positioned her there for you to see and there's where she can help you. That guy that you call Gitman, God from, from, from the beginning of time has ordained that he will occupy that office just for your sake just for you this is how remember he said before you call I will answer there was once upon a time you were looking for a house to live in through of us and now you now live in the house through of us question was it when you were looking for the house that the house was being built and you were praying to God who come to church father please if you can just sort my accommodation and then one day they will take you to a place and then you pay for the place you're now living there 
so the house has always been around it is today your eyes are open to it or you are led to it that it becomes your house it's the same thing with destiny helpers they are always there not the ones that are seen it now no not, not those ones if God brings them fine but there are those around you that God have positioned in your life to help you you must ask for the eyes that can see when you pray are you blessed God is a good God don't forget this our God is a good God he answers prayer the challenge has always been that when this prayer request comes back to us as answers, we do not sustain the ability to discern and see that this is what I prayed for. So as we bring this service to a close, bow your heads and say, Father, please open my eyes. I now understand now. I now understand it now. I cannot wait to leave the church to go and begin to engage everything that I have learned. Ah, I now know that when I pray, you answer. I thought it has to take 10 years for it to come to pass. I do not even know that before I, I would even pray, you answer me. Mm. My Lord Jesus, when you pray. My atus Father, open my eyes of understanding. Help me to discern. Oh, the answers that comes in honor of my prayer requests. Help me, oh God, to stop wasting the people you sent to me. Help me to stop wasting the answers you sent to me in bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your goodness. We love you. This church belongs to you. Everyone here belongs to you. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the wisdom you've shared. For in the name of God the Father, in the name of Jesus Christ the Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we have prayed. Amen. So I pray for you. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May this truth produce results for you in the name of Jesus Christ. May your life become an effulgence of God's glory, God's beauty in the name of Jesus Christ.